Well, hello out there in socials. I hope you're all doing well. Everybody's talking about the big story this week of what happened at the Oscars. You know, the proverbial slap heard around the world. And whether you care or not about what happens at the Oscars with the big wigs that happen to be there, here's the reality is there's a lesson for us all in here. And that is how the heck do we recover as leaders when we've made a massive error in judgment? Welcome back. And this week we're going to talk about how to recover from a massive mistake or judgment in an error in judgment as a leader. We have all done it. We have all made mistakes. You are not human if you have not. And if you tell me that as a leader, you've never lost your shit or never lost your cool, I'm going to tell you you're full of it because we as humans have our own trigger points based on our own lenses, based on our own experiences. And sometimes people really can trigger our egos in a massive way and we can sometimes overreact. But it's really in those moments where our leadership can really shine through. Teaching others how to recover from massive errors in judgment or big mistakes that we make from a personality perspective is key to our leadership, right? Learning from our mistakes and then owning those mistakes and changing and course correcting. So there are basically four steps that you need to keep in mind when you've crossed that line and you've lost your cool. So the first of these four things that you need to do when you've messed up is you need to take responsibility. Accountability is the number one thing that as a leader you must do to try to rebuild the trust that you lost when you lost control. Again, being human and being angry, the reason why you were upset may have been legitimate, but as a leader, you have a responsibility to maintain control. You have a responsibility to be bigger than the problem you're facing. And that is very difficult. I mean, we're human. <laughs> I'm human. I get pissed off. And sometimes it comes out. And, um, you know, again, how we recover from that is key. So the first step is taking responsibility. And it's not taking responsibility to make excuses for. It's taking responsibility to own not just your behavior, but the impact of your behavior. Because if you don't own the impact and honor how it affected the others in the room, then I'm sorry, but you've lost the room and you have lost the trust of the room. The second piece to this is if you messed up in a meeting and you've had time to kind of uh, decompress, I would suggest that you recall a meeting or ask to meet with somebody that you offended or directly impacted on a one-on-one -on -one basis or in a small group setting so that you can take ownership of that, res take responsibility for that behavior, but more importantly, to provide them an opportunity to respond to how you behaved. This is a very vulnerable position. It can be really uncomfortable, but it is important and key to your own learning as a leader, but also in, again, rebuilding of the trust to listen to how you impacted others in the choices you made in that moment. So it's really important that the environment is made safe to do so. We had a situation in my previous role where I, I lost my shit at a meeting and um, I had to recall the meeting and there was a very um, uncomfortable uh, scene, <laughs> let's put it that way, where people did not feel safe to talk because they felt that I would lose my crap again. And that can happen. So your, your role as a leader is to make the environment feel safe 
for those that have been impacted by your outburst. That may mean bringing in an ombudsman. It may mean bringing in a union representative to sit there with you and the group so that you can allow them to speak in a way where they feel safe because there's a witness at the table should you lose it again. The onus is on you as a leader to rebuild that trust. It is not on the staff around you to to somehow suck up to you or to make you feel like you didn't do anything wrong. Your role as a leader is to make them feel safe again. So if you've crossed that line, you need to do everything possible to make them feel safe so that they can speak their truth of how your behavior affected them or affected the team dynamic or affected their day or their week or their month or what have you. Give others the opportunity to really vocally say what they want to say and then make it safe to do so. So, and then be willing to listen to the input. You're not going to like what you hear. I don't care. You need to be willing to listen as a leader. Again, it is your job to hear them out. Once you've listened to the response, your job then is to not try to make excuses for your behavior. I know it's human nature to want to provide a rationale for our behaviors. We want to explain why we did something because it's hard to accept full responsibility without some sort of reason why you behave the way you did. We like to blame others or blame circumstances or environment or our stress levels or whatever to excuse the behavior. But let me explain a little something to you from someone who grew up in um, an abusive threat of violence home and an abusive relationship in my 20s. Making excuses for your behaviors, your ill-chosen behaviors, doesn't really fix it. Actually, it can make it worse because those excuses look like you're trying to demean your impact on the people around you, that you're not accepting full responsibility for how you chose to behave. My father, for example, never said he was sorry after he did things. He never took responsibility for his behaviors. And I made it my mission in life to always assume full responsibility for my behaviors when I behaved badly because I felt demeaned in those times. I felt like my, the impact on me was not well understood and that he was just trying to make excuses for how he behaved to justify his behavior so that the next time it happens, he's justified in his behavior. So again, people are not going to believe you with what you say, but in how you act, which leads to the fourth piece, which is apologize for your behavior and then course correct. Again, if you made one big mistake, you have a bunch of stuff going on in your life that, you know, that day was just like the last straw. That meeting was the last thing and it broke you and you lost control. The fact is, is humans have short memories. It can be written off as just a bad moment in your career. And honestly, if it's out of character, a lot of people are going to be concerned about you. And they're going to be like, why did you lose your shit? Like, what's wrong with you? Are you okay? What you may actually find is people will maybe extend an olive branch to say like, what is wrong with you? What's going on with you? Because this is out of character. That said, though, if this is repeated, you keep repeating, you keep losing your cool in meetings, you keep cursing at people, you keep challenging in a way that is inappropriate, you're making the organization feel unsafe, then a couple of things are going to happen to you. You're going to be career limited. So if you work in a public environment like I did in a government setting, you won't be promoted, you won't be considered for promotion. And in the private industry, you could be fired, demoted. Again, not considered for promotion. Career limitation is a, is a big thing when you, when you behave badly. The flip side of that is also you may be maintained because you're super productive and effective at your job. So they may keep you because they don't want to lose your skills or your knowledge. But what happens then is the trust in your leadership gets degraded and you're going to find 
higher rotation of staff, a decrease in morale, a decrease in productivity, more absenteeism and presenteeism in your teams. Why? Because they don't trust you. They don't have loyalty to you. They don't feel safe around you. So ultimately that will also in the longer term limit your career and will limit your ability to perform in the organization that you work for. So regardless of what you think about what happened in Hollywood, the reality is, is as a leader, you have a responsibility to know when and how to keep your crap together. You need to understand when to counterattack. Sometimes in the moment is not the right time. There may have been other opportunities for Will to take out his anger with Chris Rock that wasn't on stage, that wasn't in front of millions of people, that wasn't as violent. Uh, he could have chosen his words and his actions differently. Not saying that Chris Rock's behavior was acceptable in terms of his choice of joke, but my point being here, and I'm not here to banter about that, my point here is that as leaders, we have a responsibility to assess a situation even through the lens of anger, is this the right time to deal with this? Or is there another time for me to deal with this? You need to be strategic and not reactive. And if you want to know how to really bring that executive presence to four, I'm going to recommend that you watch the video on how to get your executive presence up to snuff that I did last week or listen to the podcast. And I'll put the link in the description as well for you. So again, the four steps, take accountability, provide an opportunity for those impacted to say their piece and to be able to provide feedback on how it made them feel. Listen to the response, then apologize and be willing to course correct. Good luck out there in the leadership world. I know that it can be so tough and we've all gone through so much in the last two to three years that I know people's nerves are frayed and we are all kind of on edge right now. I get it, but be safe out there, make great decisions, be great leaders, and I'll see you next week, folks. Talk to you soon.